Walk up in the bitch who clean up froze. They don't fight you when I'm from. Like the beat, I keep a drum. You ain't got dough, little boy, you a bum. She gave me brain, that bitch so dumb. Used to be broke, I ain't had no funds. I spent it just for fun. Eat that hair, it's just for lunch. Walk up in a bitch with the VVS. Can't get my girl What's up? Full of energy. Yeah. No, that, and, uh, Come on, we just getting started. We also have uh, Edge Lord Brian joining us through Skype as well. Say hello, Brian. What up, boyos? Yeah. Boyo. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. I hope you guys are being safe out there. Uh, it's, a, it's a crazy world out there. The original plan was everybody was supposed to be here. It was going to be a great uh, extravaganza, but that, that cannot be done. But, uh, we are practicing social distancing. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't matter. You know, we're all here and we're all fucking, you know, doing the thing. Soundboard effect. Um, we got a big ass show. Uh, a lot of fun stuff today to talk about, but let's get into Flurries real quick. Oh, uh, I. Sorry. Uh, fucking with audio here. This is our first stream. Uh, you could find us at the Chris. You could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram if you guys are interested. Uh, Josh, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram as well. Yeah, yeah. Brian, where you at, boy? You can find me on b.esp on both Instagram and the tweeters. Yeah. Follow the show itself at New Jump City uh, at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you guys have any emails uh, for us to read, like suggestions, questions, anything you guys want to talk about, uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Uh, and that's about it. Uh, leave us an iTunes uh, review on uh, on iTunes. Uh, we have like 49 episodes back there in the backlogs. It, if you guys want to check that out, it's uh, super cool. Um, but without further ado, I guess we're going to go do what we do best and randomize, starting with our manga. So I'm working all the boards and stuff right now. So, yeah, <laughs> deal uh Please have patience with me, but without further ado... That was a medium flex. It was a medium flex, but I deserve it. Randomize. <laughs> Samurai 8 is our first chapter today. Uh-huh. This is Samurai 8, chapter 42. Right? Yes. 42. Something like that. <laughs> One of those... Yeah, uh, Shooting Star is what it's called. Uh, we start off where we last left off. This cube thing that the Hachimarus were trying to build uh, is crumbling down. It's not really, it's not really working. Apparently, they're being uh, absorbed by Hachimaru right now, so it's not looking very good <laughs> on their end. Uh, that's when we. It's not looking good for. Any of Samurai Aids and yeah, well, we'll talk about that at the end. Uh, so last <laughs> we left off with Hachimaru himself, he has been a locker ball for all of two seconds, and Nanashi is kind of freaking out, like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" 
And uh, then he notices that there's this weird sensation inside the locker ball. We see that Hachimaru has achieved his final form, I guess. He's got all these weird branches uh, coming out of nowhere, uh, just just looking like a, a full god. A samurai spine is just a whole coral reef. Yeah, <laughs> coral reef. I don't know. That's just the thing that comes to my mind every time I look at this shit, man. Like, wow, you look like you support uh, sea life and all of that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it looks cool though. Yeah, comedy excellence. <laughs> uh, so Hachimaru is now staring dead in the face of uh, samurai god Mio'o here. Uh, and he is basically explaining to him that you're you're a, you're now a spiritual being made of H particles, uh, whatever the fuck, whatever. <laughs> On that end, <laughs> yeah. So you're very strong and you can do everything. Yeah, you can. You have your full nine tail fox form achieved and all that. Turns out you are a god. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is basically what this chapter kind of comes down to. They talk about um. Like Hachimaru is just going under this realization that you know he's he's feeling like the wills of his brother of An's brother and all that, and his fucking heroism stat is going up. <laughs> Even the Hachimaru, the other Hachimarus are like, "The fuck's going on with these stats? <laughs> what are these stats?" I didn't know they could see his stats. Like that's kind of that's cool. What else, right? Yeah. Who cares at this point? <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of... Uh, Interesting uh, development. Yeah, so they detach from uh, the uh, the Pandora's box or whatever the fuck they were all attached to, and um, Hachimaru is, uh, emerges outside. I don't know where. I don't know where he even comes from. He just kind of appears and then cuts off Ata's arm here. No, no, no. The, 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 the fake Hachimaru's that he had. Oh, um, he becomes one of them. You know, the create the key. Yes, I think he becomes all of them, bro. Like, he literally becomes the Shadow Clone. Oh, shit. Uh, just, yeah, it's the same exact thing from Naruto. Yeah. Damn, you know, it's not It's not like I want to... It's not like I want to volley. It's just so... It's so hard not to. Like, come on, <laughs> what the fuck else was any of us supposed to say in this scenario? Yeah. He even looks like Naruto right there. I'm wrong. Come uh, on, bro. I know that's blonde hair. I'm not even going to say it's white. I think it's kind of not pink uh, either. I mean, Hachimaru's hair was always kind of blonde. But um, I don't know. I feel mm. like, um, yeah, I think this is just like he's just mimicked his style to a point where everything he draws looks like kind of like Naruto-esque. So I don't know. It, it works for me. It is what it is. Uh, he cuts off Ata's arm. And then the rest of the Hachimarus surround Ata and stab him up as well. Full prison form. Uh, yeah, he shrugs that off, by the way. Because, yeah. you know, that's what he does. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, he pretty much... He got impaled by six different people. Yeah, but then he just turns into, like, a fucking whirlpool thing. And then he... And then all these Hachimarus disperse into nothing. <laughs> into samurai cubes. Yeah, he turns them into cubes instead of... <laughs> Locker cubes instead of locker balls. Yeah, and there goes most of your antagonists for this series. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, Hachimaru and Ata, Hachimaru himself, the real one, and Hachimaru, like, clash. And, uh, you know, Ata, I, I don't know, this is, like, a strange, like, uh, like bit of action because Ata swings and Hachimaru kind of, like, blocks it with his sword, but 
a slashing blast attacks anyway, and Hachimaru is just instantly there to just take the hit for on. Uh, so, yeah. I guess point is Hachimaru took a, a really bad hit for on, and they are, and he is now down. But uh, you know, as Hachimaru is like dying and like, what, what are we gonna do now? On is like, don't worry, I got you. And then her and the spirit of her brother and Hachimaru's dad all heal Hachimaru, and that's where the chapter ends as his heroism becomes infinite. Uh, Sad ways eight. <laughs> It's a continuous sign. What right? time it is? Um, yeah, this series is over, whoop, you guys. Uh, if you guys have been following this at all, this is like the creator of Naruto's new series. For the people in the live stream who may not know about this, uh, it's 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 lasted a really long time considering how quickly series. Get <laughs> wow. No, considering oh, how quickly so... series Yo. get canceled at Jump. Nah, uh, I'm yeah, that for sure series. It's, I don't know, man. I feel like a few other series lasted a little bit longer than this. Or rather, nah, I just dude. thought they would have threw Masashi that bone, man. Like, come they, on. This was a bone thrown at him. Most most chapters, uh, most series end at like 20 if they're not doing well. He He's like going closer to 50. And the only person, the only other series I've known to do that is like cross-manage. And that was like five years ago. <laughs> and, that was, and it was really, really good. It was just like Excuse me, unknown unknown forces at hand, and that was hating on lacrosse that prevented that from happening. It was a conspiracy. Yeah, that's what I'm jacking, and that's that. And Hachimaru is about to be over. Next week's going to be lit, hopefully. Yeah, it's got a couple chapters left, though. I don't think it. I feel like they're going to give him a little bit of a slow bow out here, but Hachimaru's reached like the pinnacle of his powers, so I don't see this going further. Um, But for this, damn, you think next? You think next week? The, the issues are gonna be like it's gonna be like double double side. No, that's gonna be mad annoying to download. No, nah, I, I don't think not. it's a, I don't think it's a, it's gonna be double size next week. Okay, but, man, he better get to the fucking chase. Yeah, that'll be cool. But yeah, that was uh, Hachimaru. Uh, without further ado, we're gonna move on to the American side and randomize. <laughs> Outlawed, number one. Um, this is uh, a new event comic from Al Ewing. Or is it Al Ewing who wrote this? Or Eve Ewing? I don't I know if this is I will tell Al you Ewing. right now. What? Ewing, Jacinto, and what? Grounded Jern? Dog. I definitely <laughs> put his name. Oh, my God. How did Grounded Jern? Uh, this is color artist Espen, Espen Grounded Jern. Yeah, I think you got it. I think you got it. All right. Uh, well, they did a great job uh, with the art in this this issue. I'll tell you that. That's what was good about this. Yeah. Uh, One of the things. From e-viewing comes this new uh, story where basically the gist of it is that uh, young heroes are going to be outlawed in the Marvel Universe uh, following this weird uh, catastrophic battle that took place in the middle of New York all involving all the young heroes uh, as we see. Uh there's a big ass dragon that attacks New York, and literally every young hero goes into battle, and none of no adults show up to help. 
but there's like a weird mishandling when uh, Viv tries to um, she tries to phase through the whole damn thing, but she just kind of absorbs its power. And this looks pretty cool. I will say it's a really cool yeah. She thing. ends up siphoning the like like the electricity around her somehow. Um, I don't I don't know what caused what caused that to happen. Oh no, Power Man hit a okay. So listen, I don't know a lot about Power Man, and I bet you guys don't either. Nor do the people listening, right? But all you need to know is that he's very strong. He's of color. That means he's lit. And um, he also has some type of punching attack that he could throw, like a, a projectile that has something to do with chi. So I guess he's kind of similar to Iron Fist. Point is, he hit Viv um, in the middle of her trying to phase through the dragon. And um, that's what caused her to go haywire. And I don't know, man. It was really weird. But... I guess I'll save my thoughts for after we finish uh, covering it. Because yeah. that's what triggers her uh, starting to transform and, and wreak havoc. And actually, like, killing civilians. So that was kind of crazy. Yeah, by absorbing all this power, she just kind of goes haywire and, you know, attacks everyone. And Riri Williams, who is Ironheart, has to, uh, takes it upon herself to shoot some missiles at, uh, at Viv and disrupt her phasing, uh, which puts everything to a stop, you know? And uh, because of the pure carnage, the United States government has now made it illegal for people under 21 to be superheroes. Uh, and uh, in in the midst of the battle as well, uh, Kamala Khan is hospitalized, and that's where the issue ends. Um, this is... Uh, I, I, I thought... Well, I'll say the good things uh, a little bit first. Uh, the action is really cool in this, and that's mostly because of the art, obviously. Um, let me uh the kim uh i'm sorry whatever uh her last name is she's awesome <laughs> she drew the shit out of this battle and uh, i i want to see a lot more from her but um yeah i uh i don't know i'm not really super invested in this uh i i fell off of the champions thing a little while ago uh mostly because it's like marvel is just marvel charges an arm and a leg for a lot of comics so i had to pick and choose favorites but um, as as far as the standalone issue, I think this is okay. Uh, we'll have to see where this goes with Champions number one, because this is like a, a story that's just moving in and out of a lot of different series. Um, but Josh, you wanted to say something about this, right? You had like a well, um, the only thought I guess the only thoughts I had uh, were just regarding the conversation of. All right, so they were defending a girl, right? Um, I think you mentioned it already, but um, she was speaking about the environment, and the the main adversary here was uh was Roxen. That's that's who they kind of predicted to unleash the dragon, and was like, and they've been antagonizing the girl that's been making speeches. I guess it's like a parallel to Greta Thunberg. Um, you know, I guess fairly obvious, but you know, this chick is colored, and um. That's what the champions were defending. And I don't know. I, I, I kind of appreciate that. And that's what makes me interested in the story is that they're making like, I, like Marvel's making rocks on this, uh, this, this type, this type of like general adversary. Like we see them, we see in the Hulk book that, uh, he's fighting against them on a political scale. And, um, it's even seeping over into like, uh, these comics so it's, it's it's interesting. I, I, I'd wonder if they're going to cross over into something like Daredevil too. 
you know, the way that's been going. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's it's that's interesting enough to see like uh, where they go. I mean, like that their the ideology because I can um I can understand the point they're making. I mean, if this was real life, I don't think they'd allow children to be fucking superheroes. You know what I'm saying? That that is pretty crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I, most people wouldn't let their kids. That's why they would have secret identities. But it's just so fucking unrealistic. So in a situation where people would actually have abilities, you know what I'm saying? It, I, I had to agree that we wouldn't have to, we wouldn't let kids. But at the same time, you know, the the characters in this book, they're you know they're they're exemplary. They're really good role models. They're the figures you can aspire to learn from, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, mixed thoughts. Um, yeah. I think it could lead to a really interesting story. I think it's worth um, following, even if it, even if we're not following the issues directly, just to keep an eye on the story. I think it has good potential. Yeah. Um, the thing you were saying about, like, super young superheroes being, like, unrealistic and stuff, uh, Stan Lee would actually agree with you, though. The reason, like, he was so resistant to put younger, like, superheroes or sidekicks in general in um, in superhero comics is that he also thought they were, like, super unrealistic. And that was, like, a general pushback against Robin. But, uh, yeah, it's funny that, like, Marvel is now kind of reconciling its own, like, philosophy when it comes to superheroes. Uh, and now that you say that, that is kind of interesting to see, like, how, how this affects the Marvel Universe as a whole. Because for the last, like, maybe ten years, Marvel has been kind of pushing this next gen, you know, with Miss Marvel and Miles and all of them. So very interesting to see where they go with it next. But um yeah, that was Outlaw number one. Uh we're gonna move on to the manga side again and uh randomize My Hero Academia, chapter 264, One's Justice. Um, last we left off, the uh, heroes are uh, creating an assault on the uh, Liberation Front's headquarters. And uh, it's going pretty okay so far. Uh, they've pretty much ripped it open. And uh, Redestro, in the middle of his speech, he gets, a, he gets word that like the heroes are coming and they're fucking shit up. And he is immediately stressed as stressed as a result. So they are literally <laughs> tearing their building and infrastructure down. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's really bad. Um, very aggressive. Yeah, and uh, as uh, the assault continues, all of the uh, Liberation Front villains are coming out to fight, face against the heroes, and it's a big, like, it's a big action piece. Uh, a lot of different heroes that we've seen before are. And uh, and after are showing up, you know, Midnight and uh, and Kamui Woods, uh, but as well as some Class B members. Uh, Mudman is doing some cool shit, as well as uh, the Mushroom Girl from Class B. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll have Mushroom Gats. Yeah, I see you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the interesting thing here is uh, it finally we go. The meat of this chapter is basically Hawks. And uh, and twice kind of reconciling with each other what they're doing. Uh, twice is just kind of processing everything that's happening. He's like freaking out right now since he genuinely trusted uh, twice. Then this is the second time he led like a dangerous person to his group of friends. So he's 
just like fuck i keep doing this freaking out he's like literally curled up in a ball right now and um hawks uh kind of calms tries to calm him down and he tries to tell him that look i i we're gonna have to arrest you it is what it is but you know i'm gonna i'm gonna try to find a way to help you rehabilitate because you're a good person and uh it's it's real rough uh on his end at this point is really just kind of hurting him because he genuinely believes in twice and uh twice is still pissed off he's not taking that shit at all so he immediately just rises up uh his mask gets torn off by a fly by a feather one of hawks's feathers and uh man it he's really just like hawks is desperately trying to avoid conflict because not only does he actually believe that twice is a good person he's also just kind of like the strongest person, the one that they were most worried about. So, and true to form, like twice freaks out and then he creates this fucking monstrosity, the fucking sad man's parade, but in sad man's parade. Yeah. It's just back. But instead of like all of them just detaching and like being their own separate entity, they're just like all fused into twice. It's all gross. This is really well drawn by the way. The amount of detail in every twice. Oh, man, so good. <laughs> and the chapter ends where uh, Hawks is like, damn, I can't do nothing. And Dobby is on his way up to burn everyone. Um, Cheesing. <laughs> yes. He's so happy for conflict. He can't fucking wait, yo. Yeah, he quite literally wants to smoke. Uh, it's uh, This is a really, this is my uh, certified really good chapter. Um well, one of them. There's mm-hmm. two to me, <laughs> but uh, I'm 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 gonna give it to this real quick because uh, just, if only for the splash page, splash page alone, it was so good. Uh, certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, um, <clears throat> I don't know the way the heroes go about shit it's like like uh it obviously that's the that's a set of morals right where it's like are the heroes actually doing the right thing sometimes but it's like they really fucked up with twice like really fucked up um like he they could have easily turned him without having to fucking make him look like they're gonna kill him or something well that's i mean hawks tried his best he was just trying to disarm him you know um it's not like Hawks was out here just like immediately taking him in combat. He's like, you got to be arrested. Uh, Twice is probably out of all of the League of Villains, the one that deserves to be saved. But I don't know. But he, didn't, he, he didn't do anything truly heinous or wrong. You know what I'm saying? He's just a, a moral of, you know, his own, his own, uh, uh, what do you call that? Mental handicaps, I guess. Yeah. He's sick. You know, he, he, he needs help. He needs therapy. He needs a lot of drugs, probably. Or maybe a little bit. He needs some. That's for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The rest of these guys are fucking lunatics. Like, look at this nigga. He's, first of all, he's power walking up the stairs and smiling. <laughs> I've never seen that shit in my life before. <laughs> you never seen someone and... smiling power no, I mean, I'm not saying it never happens. I'm just, personally, I've never seen someone happy walking upstairs. Oh, yeah. He's, he's probably skipping steps, too. He's so full of joy. I think happy is an understatement. Wait. He is fucking 
bouncing off the walls. Um, Look at him. As always, scummy heroes are to blame. I guess so, bro. I hate crooked cops. They're the fucking worst. <laughs> uh, you know, I wish bad things would happen to them. But you ain't going to see me smiling about it, walking up. I don't know. What is that? One, two, three, at least four flights. And that's another uh, flight of steps. So maybe five. Come yeah, on, he son. is. He is going up several flights of steps. That's okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Hirokoshi thought this all the way through, but I'm for it. I can't wait till next week. Yeah, um, I guess it all lies in the execution of it all. But I think there was a, like so much effort into the art into this. Uh, unlike like most American comics, it's all of this is usually done by mostly one guy and maybe a few assistants. But uh, essentially, if you just look at the like, are you you're trying to shift the blame to perhaps one of the assistants? What do you mean? Is that what you're trying no, to I'm do? No, I'm saying the trying assistants to, did Are great. you trying to say one of the assistants was like, hey, bro, I'm going to make him mad happy? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Horikoshi drew him mad happy. Some assistant had to ink this thing. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, what I'm saying is that this art is awesome. I think that's why I kind of gave it the uh, RGC. It's really good. I mean, didn't he smile like this when he fought Endeavor? I don't recall. <laughs> That's his dad. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Hawks. Yeah. Hawks is a cool guy. <laughs> he doesn't care. Hawks is a cool guy, but this he doesn't I mean, care. Hawks is also a traitor. I mean, to who? Yeah, that's pretty yeah. lame. He's a whole snitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was uh, My Hero Academia. Solid chapter, as always. Um, we ain't got nothing. Uh, we usually are pretty pretty positive on the series but um without further ado i'm here to randomize the x-books um we are starting with excalibur number nine. Oh yes <laughs> oh yes josh could not wait oh man you know every <laughs> what is that every three weeks Oh yeah, every so. three weeks I'm like, I can't, I can't fucking wait for Excalibur. Yeah, last. Oh week my I... god, what? Do you want to start off? No, 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 no. I left it on a on a page. This yeah. <laughs> nigga apocalypse just standing over the horizon. Oh yeah, man. this is a funny one. <laughs> this yeah, this is, is really funny. This is actually this is actually a pretty decent one. All right, so we last left off Kinda. uh the Excalibur team. They were hunting war wolves, which are these uh, shape shifting creatures of a sort. Uh, and we all cared very much about it. Yeah, we were all very highly invested. And uh, <laughs> this chapter picks up with said warwolf skulls being handed over to Apocalypse. Uh, and we get some mention out of something that was built up in the Powers of X and House of X uh, stories. Uh, there were these uh, past horsemen of Apocalypse that uh, were essentially brought, uh, were essentially left behind on the... Uh, the original Krakoa, which was called Arako or something like that. It used to be one big-ass island. Yes. And then in a, in a battle with Apocalypse and the Four Horsemen, they got split in half. And um, and in order to keep it sealed away, very manga-esque plot, <laughs> he left four, his Four Horsemen of that time in the other half of Krakoa. Um, Yikes. Yeah. Same. In the literal hell, as he puts it. Yeah. Not my words. Yeah, and these monsters that were on this other Krakoa seem to have been leaking out, apparently. And uh, that's what the entire reason he he put together this Excalibur team um, was to 
you know, to prevent this type of thing. Um, and this is where I'm, this is, this is really difficult because I don't really understand what this starlight, we, this story centers around this place called the starlight. Oh, I completely skipped it. I'm not gonna, I read two sentences and then said, nope. (laughs) Yeah. There's a starlight citadel, which is this, uh, space, uh, space magic place where, uh, multiversal. Yeah. The, uh, the headquarters, the former headquarters, I guess, of the Captain Britain Corps, uh, and uh, you know, there are other people living there now that don't seem to like that, don't seem to fly with the Captain Britons anymore. So, um, I guess the Excaliburs are the Excalibur team is pretty much tasked with attacking and reclaiming the Starlight Citadel, uh, because we get this uh, sequence where. Uh, in order to like pretty much as a warning apocalypse projects his entire head onto into the into the citadel sky uh why who knows bro yeah who knows if i'll ever fucking know yeah um so the excalibur team all uh heads up to the starlight citadel and they don't seem to like that shit so they just immediately send their goons out there and they start to scrap for a while. Um, no wor- no warning. Just as soon as they get there, blah, arrows. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is very Game of Thrones desk. Yeah, death. in the midst of the battle. I thought they were going to get a shot in this fucking chest. Yeah. Uh, Jubilee's baby, who in this dimension can transform into a dragon at any point, uh, is hit by an arrow. And so Jubilee gets real, just goes berserk and just bombs everyone with her powers. It's pretty cool. I'll give it. I'll give her that. Um, and uh, whoever's running the Citadel now is like, hmm, you know what? I'm gonna have to send my other Captain Britons. That coincidentally look ex- uh, the exact opposite of the. You know what, bro? I'm not entertaining this bullshit. <laughs> what? If you guys didn't know about this point, I was being very sarcastic by being excited for Excalibur. Yeah. And I'm going to continue to be sarcastic because fuck the series. And it's very weird. But come on. What's, what's, are they going to give us an essay next week too? A, a, a two page part essay explaining how, oh, these are separate universe versions of Britain that she kept in stock, right? Like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> you want to read that, bro? Happen. You're going to have to read it because I'm letting you know ahead of time. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really. Uh, we're, we've not been stoked on Excalibur, mo- mostly because there's a lot of mythology that we don't really understand about the Captain Britons and all that. Um, it's also just like meh, writing-wise. So, you know, uh, that's that's what we gotta say about that one. Uh, X Force is the other X book. Thank God we only had two this week again. Uh, this is X Force number nine, uh, a much better X Men issue. Um, it starts. Yeah, off, much better. It starts off with this weird uh, spin the bottle thing that Wolverine and his son Day can do, where they spin a bottle and loser has to snick their claws through the through their own head. For because did you say his son? Yeah, uh, Wolverine has a son named Dakin. When a long time ago, uh, he, they're very much removed because Dakin is a villain. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she, 
Okay. Sure. Yeah. So so his seed was he dead? Is that what happened? No, he has he the healing factor as well. Mm. Yeah, but they both okay. had the same powers. So you know, he just gets up like ow after he just uh, impaled his own head. Um, and uh, Jean Grey is kind of feeling some type of way because she's been in the X Force for so long, and they've already seen so many dark things that she's like. Mm. Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, plus I think she, he was giving the son a little too much attention and not her. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cyclops looms in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> But it's beam eye. I yeah. thought that was hilarious because it didn't show his whole body. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the more... Um, he's he's just standing there in the, in the darkness. Just like, mm, I wish I was that cool. Um. <laughs> But yeah, but he tries to act so cool. This is big. This is big party happening at, in Krakoa. You know, everybody's drinking, having a good time. Even a bar fight breaks out amongst the X Men after someone tries to pick on Black Tom. Um, but that's when Beast comes in and ruins the fun and picks up some of the combatant members of the X Force to uh, send them on on a mission to Terra Verde, which is uh, this to deal with this problem that they've been dealing with for a while, which is like people are making bio weapons out of these plants, you know, basically Groot weapons. And, um, you know, it's, uh, they basically investigate the place and, uh, it's a lot of like walking around and watching these, uh, these plants become like cougars or like, I guess, jaguars or something. I don't know. I don't know. Animal things. Um, it turns into this thing. It's weird. Uh, and uh, after hearing that this is very plant-related, I guess Beast is going to send Black Tom to help them, who controls plants and stuff. Um, but yeah, essentially, uh, Wolverine, Quentin Quire, and Domino all fall victim to the Terra Verde plant stuff, and that's where this issue ends. Um, it's a more solid issue, I, I feel. I feel like the... Um, I thought this art was like Nick Klein for the longest time, but it's not. But um, I don't really have much to say about it. It was just kind of a solid comic overall. Um, um man, I'm, I continue to be disappointed with Beast, but I thought it was. <laughs> I thought the interaction between him and Black Tom was really funny. As a matter of fact, Black Tom was what made this whole issue. At the end of the day, man, I can't wait to see him fight. You know, I'm, you know, really, really scrapped out. And the person they, they, Beast sent them to help with is supposed to be, uh, some type of Earth God in the first place. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, this one's going to be, excuse me, popping. Yeah. Um, but those were the X books. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, we had only two this week, which is cool. But next week, we'll have like four. So, uh, tune into that. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to randomize us now so we can go back to Japan. Black Clover. Uh, we're doing two chapters this week because we forgot to do it last week. Um... And uh, th we're starting off with uh, Black Clover Chapter 242, Humans and Evil. Uh, last we left off there, Asta and Gauche came together to use their Shadow Clone Jutsu magic thingy. But uh, 
this evil guy turns on his like demon magic a full fifty percent, and he becomes oh snap, <laughs> and he turns into this thing, uh, and which pretty much nullifies anything that Gaush and Asta were trying to do, um, so just like that, yeah, pretty much easy, um, but that uh, as Did, he, I don't think he took his hands out of his pocket yet. No, <laughs> he was like, mm, I'm still not taking this seriously. Um, <laughs> as they're, uh, at, at, he has Asta under his fucking boot right now, just talking shit to him. And um, he's basically like, the reason your demon thing is so weak right now is that you need to unleash your darkest emotions. Um, but um, yeah, Asta's, uh, Asta's abilities are just kind of useless to him. And that's when uh, Rouge the reality warping cat of uh, the the drunk lady of the guild pops up and uh he ba- he basically uses his ultimate demon powers to just kind of disintegrate it easily cuz i guess gravity can do that um and so this guy he he starts to get really i forget this dude's name already but he's like I'll have to wake up your true feelings. And then he uh, summons this big-ass buster blade. And uh, the chapter ends where um, he basically, like, fucking shanks um, Gauche with this giant blade. And it causes Asta to... Big sword. Yeah, (laughs) it causes Asta to turn into this demon thing. And we're supposed to be like, yeah! But I will say this is a really cool two-page spread. Um but it's very typical shonen, and that leaves uh, leads us to this week's chapter, chapter 243, Devil Host versus Devil Host. Um, mm. You know, and pretty much immediately, you know, the battle continues. You know, Asta does a Getsuka Tensho, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of uh, not a lot of effect goes on to this king guy. Um, so he asks his devil, Lucifero, who this is, uh, who if they know that demon. And Lucifero doesn't seem to know who Asta's demon is, so... <laughs> oh, man. So sinister. Yeah. He's like, if there's a high-wrecking devil right now, it would be Zangrid. Or, uh... <laughs> or Joshua Cole. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> with maximum condescension. Yeah, with his uh, condescension powers. Um, but, uh... Yeah, it's pretty much to the conclusion that this demon is nobody and they don't have anything to worry about. So uh, Asta just berserks Ninetale Foxes his way through like all these rocks and all that stuff. And um, meanwhile, Gauche is just on the floor dying here and Grey is crying because she can't really do anything because all she does is transformation magic. Um, (laughs) But yeah, the battle is continuing onward. And uh, Asta finally lands a blow on this king guy inadvertently. And that's pretty much where the chapter ends with the with the villain going like, how dare you lay a scratch yeah, on he, me? <laughs> what, what he basically did to him is if he was playing Smash Bros, right? Mm-hmm. He, he, he read his role. He knew he was going to roll backwards. So he, he jumped ahead and, and charged that smash attack and caught him. Yeah. Although, you know, this is a big boss man, 50%, so what was supposed to kill any normal person would only did a scratch to his face and added a cool scar. Yeah. A cool scar. Hmm. For the cool bad guy. Yeah. Anyway, I'm done hating on Black 
little bit. It was pretty dope, actually. I like this. Uh, I like the action. Yeah, me too. Um, I mean, that's all I could really say about Black Clover at this point. I'm kind of just resigned to being like, this was cool. <laughs> is at this point. Um, it looked pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. The art's great. I'm uh, I always say that. Like, oh yeah, for sure, man. Even the black, even like just the 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 mono black parts where he's just with the sword and he's just leaving the streak behind. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when it started, but Black Clover's art has gotten like exceedingly better. So, at least I'm happy about that. It's nice to look at every week. But um, with that being said, it's time to randomize. Oh, jeez, that one was a short one. Uh, Hell Arisen number four. Uh, for those of you who don't know what this is, Hell Arisen is a uh, an event, a kind of event that's happening in DC right now. Uh, it's basically Lex Luthor versus the Batman Who Laughs, which is an alternate universe version of Batman where he is poisoned by the Joker and becomes the Joker himself. So, last we left off with them, uh, they were just, you know, turning up. They were about to go into this big-ass war. Lex brought some villains against, like, literally almost every hero in the Justice League, uh, save for the main seven, I guess. Um, but before that, we get, like, a little flashback where um, Mercy's like, why are you even doing this? And he's like, because I'm Lex, I did I did so many things. I did I saved the Earth from the crime uh, crime syndicate, and I became a Justice League member. But you know what? It was really nice hearing that again. Yeah, that not they, gonna lie. That they took that into consideration. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's just like. But when I looked, but nobody really like gave a shit that I did those things. Nobody fucking cared. So, but then I I gave a fuck. I care. Yeah, I mean, well, according to Lex, nobody in the DC universe cared, and um, well, he's a fucking asshole, all right? Because <laughs> I cared a lot. Yeah, and uh, he's basically like, I Perpetua showed me a future where they called us, they named an entire city after your boy, and um, you know, I just wanna... yeah, he was he's pretty he's pretty souped off that. I would have been too, man. <laughs> yeah, a city called Lexor. And I wanted to be their god, essentially. So that's why I joined uh, this lady, you know? What a thirst bucket. You know, it's, uh, it's not good. But um, essentially, this, bat- <laughs> this battle continues. And uh, Batman, who laughs, is just kind of sitting there with his sickle. And is like, you think, you think you're going to beat me with your fucking, with your giant robot fist? And Lex is like, no. <laughs> he literally says that. <laughs> Lex is gonna be it's basically like fucking no I'm gonna shoot you <laughs> and uh yeah Batman who laughs is like mm-hmm. I guess yeah. you got me there <laughs> like, yeah boy you think that <laughs> that love that love and Kevlar's gonna stop the bullets yeah I got like, eh. yeah I my my bullets penetrate Kryptonian skin what do you think it's gonna do to you um but yeah, he starts shooting, and Batman, who laughs, dodges all of them because you know he is still Batman. And he and yeah, he can do whatever the fuck he pleases. Yeah, and he gets in real close and yeah. uh, cuts open Lex's big ass robot suit. And like then, a hot knife through butter. Holy shit! 
you know. Did they explain something about this site, though? Or we just assume it's just, you know, yeah. Batman we'll stuff. We'll just assume it's just Batman stuff. Sure. You know. um, Batman can dodge bullets. Yeah, I mean, he does. He does. Dodging bullets and cutting open titanium armor <laughs> and whatever the fuck metals are made out of. Because he's sure. Batman. With, with ease. Oh, he and he had enough force to knock this nigga over too. Like, what the fuck, Lex? <laughs> anyway, yeah, but uh, this was a, a double trap all along. Lex pulls out a weird Martian hand from his fucking chest. <laughs> from his fucking chest, and uh, yeah. he unmasks Batman, and he's like, "Ha ha, I got your visor, <laughs> your visor that I guess keeps you from crumbling in this reality." And I'm like, "News that. to me, yeah, news to me as well." And uh, Batman, Batman who laughs is just like, well, uh, I got a Supergirl fire, <laughs> and Supergirl just lays everything to waste around them. But it was still all part of uh, Lex Luthor's plan as he pulls a syringe from his back pocket and then just stabs him in the neck, which cures his uh, his Joker insanity. And uh, because he's kind of just this satellite for that insanity, the rest of the superheroes under his control also fall apart. And uh, the day is saved by Lex Luthor. Or is it? Because we then cut to <laughs> this big-ass spaceship where uh, Perpetua is hiding. And Bab- and Lex Luthor brings him to her as she's like, I got you this guy. Fuck this guy. Kill him. He's he's a real asshole. He's Batman and the Joker. He's real broken. Yeah, she sent this nigga. She sent Lex Luthor to get him. Mm-hmm. That was kind of... Any, well, we'll see. Oh, yeah. We'll see. But that's when uh, it's uh, it's double revealed in this uh, sequence that um, oh man, where can I find this? Uh, nah, never mind. That it was uh, also Batman who last has planned this entire time to get caught by him, <laughs> and uh, you know, and, and bring him to Perpetua in one piece. Yeah, and he just uh, he basically pleads his case through Perpetua. He's like, yeah, for now, you needed a little sidekick, but you know what? You didn't destroy the Justice League. They ran through that door, that Kingdom Hearts door. And like, yeah, you, y'all niggas thought y'all was low? Ha. Huh. Yeah. You've seen that. <laughs> I saw that. I'm Batman who laughs. I see everything and I know everything. Um, and <laughs> and uh, he's basically like, I can help you stop it. I have something for them that's exactly for this. I captured this the Phantom Stranger who helped them escape. And uh, I've been torturing him for a couple days. He told me everything I need to know. And now I know how to stop them. And Lex is like, no, he's lying. Um, but eventually Perpetua is like, I'm going with the Batman who laughs. And he and she banishes Lex Luthor, takes away his powers, makes him a full n- naked man here, just charging towards Perpetua. And uh, she sends him back to Earth. Yeah, she does. She's dressing off his clothing too. That was really fucked up. Yeah, she blows his fucking clothes off, and he gets sent back to Earth. And uh, Batman, who laughs, is like, "I'm very excited for what's coming next in Dark Knight's Metal. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the the issue ends where Lex is na- laying naked in a crater, and uh, Mercy. <laughs> Broken a into whole defeated. human again. 
But his pride is shattered. Yeah, for sure. And uh, perpetu- and Mercy comes in and is like, Lex, are you okay? And uh, he, he's like, no, we're all dead now. And uh, <laughs> he's crying. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we're all dead now. Did, did he see some type of another vision? No, I think he's still sad because he found out that this vision he saw of him like being the leader of a city it was all fake and Perpetua used him like a fucking paper towel basically yeah, yeah. Even one of those cheap ones too the ones that you get for a dollar 89 not the bounce or whatever bro yeah. I felt bad for Lex but it's okay he's not a weirdo Martian anymore and Perpetua we can move on yeah. until metal I mean I'll tell you this I didn't fucking see it coming you know, this is a pretty well, uh, well-designed twist, I guess. I mean, towards the end, I guess I saw it coming, but I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> they when really he, got really when he brought him to her in one piece, and he started talking confidently, I was like, "Ah, I yeah. know what time it is." Yeah, but I didn't expect her to fully get rid of Lex. Um, but with that being said, right? Like he wasn't holding it down for mad long. What a whack bitch! <laughs> That's um, all I got to say. Yeah. Randomized. This is why I need producers. Uh, the Promised Neverland, chapter 171. Hello, what were you playing the chips? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's my alternative. Oh, no, no, I know a better one for this one. Systems are down. <laughs> Systems are... This is, uh, yeah. Let me see which one is this. Uh, chapter uh, 171, Defeat. Uh, last we left off, uh, Peter Rattree is now running for his goddamn life in uh, <laughs> Light Yagami style from Death Note. Just like, no, there's no way I lost. And um, he he picks up a fucking, apparently they have cell phones in this world. And he calls uh, his demon boy, who also has a landline. Uh, and uh, he's basically like, what's going on? What's going on on your end over there? <laughs> this shit's going real bad on mine. Uh, and uh, essentially someone destroyed the bridge from the farms to, uh, to, to the outside world. And he's like, fuck, fly over here. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> this demon's like you know, he tells him to eat a fucking bird or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> said, "What? You know, he got hurt from that." It literally says "irk" in the um, in the um, in the, the lettering. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's really funny. So he's he's just like fuck. Um. And uh, he basically gets word that they're finally gonna um, they're gonna execute Sanju and Mujika. And uh, as the uh, as the beheading is about to happen, uh, a very surprise twist character shows up. It's fucking Luvis from the Goldie Pond arc. Uh, yeah, Swaggy McJenkins. Yeah, from Solo. Thought long I ago. was dead, nigga. I did. Mm. I totally thought he was dead. He was. Shot. I did too. He got shot up, bro. It is eyeball, the weakness. Yeah. And uh, like what the fuck? Yeah, he apparently survived getting shot in the goddamn face and uh walked his way back into the capital. 
And uh, he's like, hmm, well, everything's changed in my absence, I guess. So, you know. (laughs) I'm going to just waltz into this city at the right time for this plot. (laughs) Pretty much. The exact right time. Yeah, so he's basically like, look at this, uh, uh, citizen. This is the evil-blooded. And I guess to, like, quell their fears, he just drinks Mujica's blood, I guess? And uh, he's like, there's nothing to worry about. All these guys, you were just fooled by the 1%. And everybody's like, oh. But you're the 1%, bro. (laughs) Never mind that. I order that this execution is canceled. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Uh, whatever. Stop mm, it. Now. Never mind me. The execution is canceled. Be happy. <laughs> you can say it. You can say Don't don't listen to the messenger. Listen to the message. Alright? <laughs> Shit. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, and uh oh, Peter Ratchie is now putting all this together like fuck, I've lost everything. I've been defeated. And All the way around, because he got that call, right? You know, in the middle, like, so he's running from his life, and then he finds out that the whole situation slipped in the city, too. Yeah. God, what's he going to do? He's so desperate, and he's such a bitch. So, those, you know, those are the people you got to really be scared the most of. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, man, he's going to, remember, he was like, oh, I could probably run up to the five-year-olds and hold them hostage fucking sleazeball. Yeah. We're gonna see, man. That's when Emma see. shows up right in front of him holding a gun like, alright, you're done. Don't move. But, uh, Ratri gets it into his head. He's like, wait a minute. Emma's the one who made the promise. If I kill her, she'll be, the promise is void and the future will be destroyed as well. So, I guess Ratri's gonna find a way to shank Emma in these, uh, these closing moments. Um, but, uh, yeah, I thought this chapter was okay. I'm not really I'm kind of out of it <laughs> with uh, Promise Neverland. I don't know. This is this final arc is not be is not what it should have been, you know. So I I guess I didn't read the end of this chapter. <laughs> I stopped reading <laughs> uh, when Lubis came. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I didn't see this. Wow, he's on his hands. He's on his he's on his arms and knees, saying "I've lost." As <laughs> they went through the. As they all walk through the gate happily. Yeah. Oh, God, he's so upset. Yeah, what a whack. What a whack boy, bro. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Now I'm going to kill this 15-year-old girl because I'm, cause I'm upset and I got an attitude. Yeah. Come on. That being said, we're going to move on. Uh, that was Promised Nerveland. Randomize. <laughs> We're on Batman number ninety one. Um, yeah, there's uh, uh, this whole arc so far to catch you guys up has been about uh, Batman versus the designer. This uh, this villain that has been an old friend of uh, the Penguin, the Riddler, the Joker, and Catwoman, and uh, basically he's taught them how to do their ultimate crime, except for the Joker. As we learn here, <laughs> as we learn here, as the Joker explains is exactly what the designer, what happened between him and the designer, um, and he basically is 
after the designer asked him what he wanted, uh, he basically was like, I want to be you. And then he shot him in the face <laughs> in, the, in the ensuing conflict. Um, but yeah, uh, meanwhile in the city, Batman has been reconciling with the Penguin's ultimate plan as made by the designer, which is this weird shell game involving like five really deadly assassins in the, in the DC universe that would eventually result in uh, the Penguin becoming mayor. Uh, and so far, he's pretty much left uh, Deathstroke, which is pretty much the leader of these five, to be dealt with by Harley Quinn, uh, who's piling a bunch of bat drones And uh, until Batman get, got back. Well, he got back. And uh, as they're fighting, uh, Catwoman picks up Harley Quinn and is like, we're going to go do other things, you know, to stop the designer's plan. Um, as uh, as Batman's trying to figure out how to do this because he he realizes that the designer has been like studying him forever, and kind of knows his uh his habits. He's been trying to think outside of the box. Damn right, man, his nuts. <laughs> he's uh he he does something that he hasn't tried before. He tries talking reason into his villains. Um, he's like, yeah, he's like, give me a fucking break, bro. Come on. <laughs> See what I'm trying to do for these two people? Nah, he he, he lets him have it. He's like, like first of all, you could go to any of these other cities, bro, with these other superheroes. Like, just leave Gotham the fuck alone. I'm a whole human. You know that. <laughs> you fucking know that. Ah, but that's You're the thing, You're not even Batman. a regular human. He is kind of. You got a whole human factor, you fucking bitch. Like, <laughs> and I be beating. And I still be working you. Get the fuck out of my city, nigga. If I throw you off of this. Shipping the slate is like no bet, and then he just so Batman the gangster grabs his nuts and then jumps off and go off his own fucking Batmobile. Yeah, and uh, meanwhile, Batman, uh, Harlequin, and Catwoman are like in the well, they're still in the Riddler's hideout, but they're um, they're trying to hack it to the mainframe essentially, and um, it's revealed (laughs) she's uh, she basically create uh. Activates the self-destruct so that um, so that the designer doesn't have any uh, access to his his database anymore. I guess I don't know what the fuck plan here was, but uh, we learned that it's too late. Um, going forward, as you know, all these police officers start to surround both Deathstroke and Batman, and it's revealed that uh, he is now undergoing uh, the Riddler's plan, which is this weird labyrinth thing designed to take over the New York police, uh, the Gotham police department. And, um, you know, that's basically it. <laughs> that the issue ends with them about to face off against the Riddler. Yeah. Apparently he joined forces with devil man, D man. <laughs> you think that's his middle initial D designer, D designer. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he ate just he ate the scheme scheme fruit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, this uh this series has been like this series has been pretty consistently good since it uh, changed hands from uh Tom King. It's to, uh, Yeah, it's been uh it's been all right. Usually when uh when series switch hands, it's kind of like difficult to keep it going. But uh, the magic's still here. This is a very good Batman arc, and I haven't noticed this, but uh, and it's Batman. It's uh, it's also drawn by uh, by uh, him and uh, George Jimenez, 
which is my boy. <laughs> he's like my favorite artist in DC right now. Um, and is he Spanish? Does he have? Um, is he? Uh, I imagine uh, the team now. I imagine so. Hmm. But uh, no, he's my favorite because you, he drew that um, that Superman uh, father son Kamehameha thing from a few months back in Justice League. Remember? For sure, for sure. He's really good. It had nothing to do with his ethnicity. It had nothing to do with his ethnicity. Um, but with that being, dude, said, you 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 hug to your ethnicity. What? <laughs> I know you love your Dominican pride. I don't and know you hang on Dominican. big. You're not, he's not showing it, guys, but he has a huge Dominican flag on his wall. And you should be proud of that, bro. I'm just saying. I'm not not proud of it. I do have a massive Dominican flag on my wall. He, has a, he also has a picture of um, rice and beans. With some true <laughs> <lettuce. laughs> no, love. A pot of fresh cooked. Brian, don't yeah. add, Brian's my oh, literal no. brother. There's no way he... <laughs> Um, hey, look, man! I also have a giant pot of mangu on my on my bed. Yo, on my stand all time. Wait, so. is, what up, is little alien? Puerto Rican or Dominican? Mangu is Dominican. No, I said pitbull. Oh, pitbull is rapid slash Puerto Rican. Oh, never mind. Is he Puerto Rican? Yeah, I think so. He says "dale" a lot. Isn't that a Dominican thing? No, uh, it's a pitbull no. thing. Yeah, I'm making this up right now. Um, yeah, you are. That Quite racist. But, uh... Yeah. But that yeah mild, mild prejudice. Come on. Come on, bro. Don't talk <laughs> to me. I'm not a Rexier. Come on. <laughs> With that being Anyone said, of those? we're going to move on. Uh, oh, Christian, randomized. Chainsaw Man! Um, this is Chainsaw Man Chapter 62, Supermass. Last we left them. Also known as Thug Motivation 68. Uh, this is mostly an action chapter. Quan Chi starts to fuck up the universe right now with her. She uh, she starts finding the strongest demon guy in on, in the series, but then tosses him out of a fucking window. Um, and uh, he lands directly onto a car. Yeah, it crushes with his weight. I think he's dead. Oh, yeah. It's uh, safe to say. No, he's he'll probably be fine, honestly. <laughs> Um. So yeah, this other brother dude, the surviving brother, starts shooting, like up the. He starts shooting up the place, and this demon breathes fire. I guess it's not like power. The horns don't mean anything. So she breathes fire. You know, gets him off the the scent. But then Quan Chi picks him up, and then tosses him out of a window as well. And he's not. <laughs> dead. He's not dead. Oh, the other guy's not dead. Yes, Holy shit, he got up. <laughs> And yeah, he just like, said, ow. Yeah, and then the other dude falls, and he's like, ah. <laughs> he's ah. I guess I guess that's okay, right? To fall off a fucking 12-story I mean, building. This guy seems to have the uh, right. accurate uh, the accurate uh, response. Uh, you could fall from a height that doesn't necessarily kill you, but he's probably crippled for life. Um, <laughs> he lands on one of these girls' car. She's like, fuck. My car is going through the roof. <laughs> oh, is that what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as the situation starts to change, Power uh, takes one of the girls hostage, and uh, fucking, I think Beam is his name. The Shark Man just pops out the fuck nowhere, <laughs> just like, bam! Get off me! 
and uh, you know they they gain some distance. And meanwhile, Quan Chi faces off against the uh, octopus dude from earlier. He's like, "Can I get a rematch?" And I'm like, "Boy, you just got you got fucked up last time. What do you think you're gonna do?" Um, but um, it goes a little differently this time. Quan Chi actually has like her hands full against him, and uh, they kung fu fight for a while, and then he just kicks her the fuck in the face. Right on the cheek. Damn, yeah, she spits mad blood out of her face. Yeah. Take that, you fucking... I don't got... Nah, I got respect for her. Yeah. But and she had the whole lot. She yeah. took a whole size nine and a half to the face. Yeah. That's probably why she got an eye patch now. She better throw her fucking arms up next time and go her <laughs> shit. She wilding. Pretty much. The fuck? Okay, so... um. She, uh, Denji and Beam start to fly, uh, start to run away. And, uh, Denji's like, should I just do the chainsaw now? And, uh, Beam is like, no, save your blood. Because, uh, we gotta, we gotta keep it going. This may get worse. And then Denji steps on a nail, which is, uh, belongs to that hunter dude from way earlier. He's just sitting there pretending he's one of the, the, the one, Oh, uh, shit. I didn't know it was him. I knew, all right, I figured maybe they planted it in the midst of all the action. I didn't realize that was him right there. Damn. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Sway Pumpkin? Oh, I see you in the chat. shit. Yeah, so he's just lying there, and um, Deji's, like, being, like, lifted into the air, <laughs> and his body is being forced into, like, moving into a crucifix position, and then all of a sudden... Being like, dog, Look at this shit. <laughs> he just becomes a full... Uh, Jesus Christ necklace thing. Uh, and he's like, fuck, he's bleeding all over. And then he just falls to the ground. And Beam gets kicked turns, in the face casually. Denji into a rosary. Yeah. And then he just kicks Beam in the face casually. And that's where the chapter ends. Um, a couple weeks ago, Chainsaw Man was, uh, was not allowed to be released in the regular format through the app because of a risque uh, two-page spread. Um, but this is totally cool, by the way. This, this uh, wanton violence <laughs> and destruction. It's totally fine. But Denji's just being, like, twisted apart, like Indian burned. Like, essentially. But yeah, bro, it's fucking on... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Um, But, uh... But yeah. that's okay for children. Sure. Okay. Whatever you want to go with. Um... But that was Chainsaw Man. I'm thir- I thoroughly enjoy the series. Uh, it's it's very strange that like nothing truly metal has happened yet. You know, we still got to get Denji actually whipping out the chainsaws. Uh, I'm sure it's yeah. gonna happen soon because he just got crucifixed. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how the chaos continues on. Um, with that being said, let's randomize. Justice League. Um, we are on Justice League issue number 43. Um, last we left off, the Eradicator is fighting against the Justice League with a bunch of uh, hyper like super-powered Kryptonians. And that's like super-powered... Daxamites! <laughs> yeah, Daxamites, who are basically uh, the Daywalkers. Essentially, the for all intents... Yeah, for all intents and purposes, Kryptonians. Yeah, but they don't have like the crypto, the kryptonite weakness, and they're much stronger so they're and faster, bad. apparently, yeah. than Superman. Um, so basically, the way they combated them 
is that they still have to rely on the yellow sun just like Superman does. So they pulled them to a place that doesn't have a yellow sun. And uh, they're basically, you know, now just scrapping in the moon. Regular people. <laughs> Not all of them. Just Batman and Xanadu. <laughs> no, and, and the Daxamites, they're not strong anymore. They're, I mean, like, they're, they're still like strength. relatively strong. I, they retain some of their strength. Like, just because they're out oh. of the yellow sun doesn't mean they immediately lose all their powers. They retain some of their powers still. Oh. You know. But uh, see. it's mostly an action issue. There's a lot of fights that happen. Um, you know, over the course of this battle... The Daxamites are essentially defeated, and um, that's uh, no, but Eradicator is still like, "Fuck this shit! I'm going to kill Kal-El. and uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> and he just like grabs his head and starts to extract his soul. But apparently, he just stopped giving a fuck about the rest of the league, and that's when Wonder Woman shanks him from behind. And, ends his and she talks the most shit to him. And because she, you know, she felt a way that she was felt, you know, held the prisoner and all of that. Yeah. So I respect that. She so, did a real dirty and then ripped his fucking head off and said, you're, you're a mere machine. <laughs> and I'm above you. Because not only am I a living organism, I am a woman and I am strong and independent. So there was just no way he was going to win against her. No, That's all I'm trying to say. No. And, um, yeah, basically, that's pretty much what the issue is. They just kind of win and uh, go back to the Hall of Justice. And, uh, you know, all is well, you know. But is it? Uh, Batman tries to get Xanadu to join the Justice League permanently, and she's like, nah, I'm good. So. She's like, you don't call me whenever you feel like it. I'll help when it's necessary. It's like, yeah, that's the point, but whatever. Go ahead and be Edge. Yeah. Stay in fucking London. It's whack anyway. <laughs> and um, the issue is, <laughs> but she does leave We him like over. the other one better anyway. Yeah, she leaves him, uh, she leaves him a kind of foreboding message that like, yeah, I can't join you, but you know what? I'll give you a little bit of a hint. Uh, there's something coming for y'all, as usual. Uh, and it's a, it's gonna be a reckoning, I guess. And that's where the issue ends. Um, solid issue overall. Oh, snap. Honestly, this is the most like regular issue of a comic I've read in a while. Like everything feels like it's leading up to this big thing, but Justice League has been kind of casual, you know. Yeah. Ever, ever since it traded hands from. Yeah, Trump that's back. cool. <laughs> Where like. Like if if you look at Avengers, they just like they just they just trying to run to the next big thing every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I feel. I, feel like I think that's how most comics go. So it's kind of nice. It's kind of like a a palate cleanser from everything else when you read like ten comics. Yeah, ago. that was very well said, man. Yeah, but um, that was uh that was Justice League in a nutshell. Pick it up if you haven't. Uh, Robert Vendetti is a pretty solid comic book writer, and he's had a pretty good artist, artist on his staff as well. Um, but that being said, ready. Pere, 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 pere. Pere, 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 pere.
Pere, 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 pere. Pere, 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 pere. Gotcha. One Piece. Um, this is One Piece chapter 974. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know. What? I don't know. I just wanted to say something cool that was related to One Piece that I know that gets the people going. Stampede? This is what you came up with? Yeah. It's a One Piece movie. Didn't you love it? I didn't see it. Stop yourself a One Piece fan. You're not a real fucking One Piece fan, bro. Come on. Get, <laughs> get, get the fuck out of here with that. You didn't watch Stampede? Dog, they all had suits on. Or was yeah. that the other movie? That bro, who cares movie. if you didn't see Stampede? Come on, man. I know. I feel really bad. And then you gave my hero academia the VG the VGC. I said one oh, of them. Oh no! Oh no! Nah, you can't give you ain't see Stampede. You can't give one piece of VGC, bro. Come on, son. That's hella foul. Yo, my VGC went to uh, went to Chainsaw Man. God damn it, I forgot. Can I get one anyway? What? Yes, I'm doing two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I you didn't even well. It's not you didn't say for uh, RGC for Chainsaw Man. Was that your RGC first RGC? I, I did. Is it hard? Yeah. Okay. RGC. RGC. Yes. Well, okay. For Chainsaw Man. Real quick, I'm gonna do this. For, but I'm gonna uh, use it for One Piece too because it was very good. You know what? I'll do it. It's for really One Piece. good. Why not? Um. <laughs> uh, oh my! I don't know why my iPad is like frozen up here, but this is One Piece chapter 974. Uh, onward to Onigashima. Um, quick update. Quick update, quick update, quick update. Cover story. So, Mr. Gotti with the big machine gun on saved the wife of... Uh, what's this nigga's name? Gang the Bang. Godfather. What is it? Gang Bane, right? Yeah. Yeah, so his, uh, uh, his second-hand man finally saved Gang Bane's wife. Nice. Yeah. But, like, it was worth mentioning, you know? Yeah. Because... I'm an actual One Piece fan, so you know <laughs> I, I pay attention to some of the stories, and I watch the movies. He's got me. He's got me. Amongst there. other things, uh, you know. Oh, jeez. But you take it from him. I'll. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. My iPad thing is uh, has refused to work. Working out kinks of streaming, but um, in any case, this is One Piece chapter one nine hundred and seventy four. Uh, onward to Onigashima. Um, last we left off, um, the uh, the whole squad is basically fucked up from Odin's death. Uh, the only remaining two confirmed from the uh, from the olden days are uh, Hiori, who's basically dressed up as uh, the uh, what's her what's the name Komorosaki lady and Komorosaki uh, and Denjiro, who is now uh, Kyoshiro the Man. Who's been this weird dude in um in in this uh, pompadour for this whole time? Um. So <laughs> in this time, a few months later, um, Shogun Orochi has been like stressed over um this whole uh the, the whole samurai's disappearing thing, and uh, he's just like, we gotta fucking stop these fucking people from showing up again. I'm very afraid, and um. Oh, there you go. Got it back. One second, guys. Got to move it. Very small. 
I'm a little confused because when it started a few months ago, what were they talking about? From like recent? Like, or... I guess from the story. That's what uh, that's what it meant. Like before, before, before the uh, straw hat crew even pulled up. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm really because you heard that they were spotted, right? Yeah, like the samurai. Okay, okay. Just trying to make sure I'm staying with you. There you go. All right, bringing it down. Once again, apologize, guys. It's getting it's a little wild. Yeah, this fucking coronavirus, bro. That's what I'm blaming everything on. That Rona. That Rona. That that Corona. That Rona. All right, we're back. That Rona. The Rones. Yeah, we don't fuck with the Rones. Not at all. Not me. (laughs) Yeah, that's why we on this Skype. And I haven't taken any public transportation. Cap, cap, cap. <laughs> None at all. All right. Anyway, uh, now that we're back, basically, what's happening is um, he's uh, he's they're freaking out that the samurais are are still around and are still a danger. And uh, but uh, but Kaido is like, don't kill them if you find them. All right. I just got some questions for the survivors from twenty years ago, and um. Apparently, it's revealed that uh, someone in their camp is a traitor, uh, who used to be uh, who used to be part of the persecution of the Kozuki clan. So, apparently, uh, Odin uh, Kozuki Orochi has like a fucking cousin in the Ayakaza Nine. Uh, <laughs> so he's like, nothing to worry about. I got this guy. So, you know, th- we now cut to the present, where we left off all those chapters ago. Uh, the the samurai are left up Schitt's Creek without a paddle as the entire samurai force that they've gathered is no longer there at the fucking bay to greet them. And uh, after a lot of, after like a short, you know, argument about what they should do, uh, the Ayakaza 9 uh, decide to jump on board of a ship and, uh, and uh, or a small boat and just set sail anyway. Fuck it. You know, they made it this far. They're not going to not fight. You know, and um, as they're going on, they're just thinking like, who could have known? Who could? How could they have known that there's like that they we had all these fucking samurai on our side? And how could they have known that you know we were planning to attack today out of all days? So uh, they dis- eventually they come to a uh, conclusion. There's a traitor amongst us, and pretty much immediately it's revealed that the traitor is fucking Conjuro. <laughs> Uh, and man, um, let me ask you something. Do you, you don't, rem- you don't, you don't remember me calling that, did you? Like last week? Did you? I don't want to. I'm not gonna take credit for that, but I'm not gonna lie. I did think it was him. I mean, I did. I I don't remember a call, but I won't argue with you on that. <laughs> Good call. Um, but only because he's the only one without a real like story to him. Yeah, they didn't really reveal. I didn't anything. think about it. They, you know, now that I think about it, they don't really reveal how he even met Odin, or at least like, right. That's they spent like a, a. Like, at what point did he even join? Yeah. So apparently, 
It was Kanjiro. His full name is Kurozumi Kanjiro, which I imagine they should have known by now. Um, but um, Kurozumi. But the reason that he was able to infiltrate them so bad is that he like he's a really good actor. He literally like his I guess his family comes from like stage actors, and he pretty much is a method actor. And he methoded his way through this fucking uh, into their hearts and into their minds, into their friendships. And uh, he's basically like, "I lured you all here, and now you're all fucked. Look at all these ships. You're you're done. You're finished, boy." Uh, no, you're all fucked. <laughs> uh, I love this moment. Uh, Kinemon wastes no time and just, just like fuck you. Tries to cut his head off. Immediately cuts his head off. Yeah, but uh, it turns out to be one of his drawings uh, because Kanjiro's power is that he can just draw anything he draws comes to life. And up to this point, his drawings have been kind of shitty. Um, but uh, the reason this thing caught up because his he's been lying about his ability, his drawing ability as well. So he's actually able to draw really well, as you can see here. Um, but, you know, all is lost. All these, the samurai are now, like, really fucked at this point. Until a big-ass cannon hits one of the Kaido ships. And uh, these ships start to emerge out of nowhere. You see the thousand fucking Sunny. And then out from underneath is Trafalgar Law's submarine. And, uh, oh, Another cannonball comes from the fucking left or whatever, and Eustace Kid is yelling at um at at the samurai like, "Wait a minute! I saw all those samurai ships hanging out at the port like idiots, and I nearly sank them." So the samurai people are not really betrayed. Uh, apparently, they seem to have like been picked up by Eustace Kid, and it's revealed that all three of the boys, all three of the boys, are here. You know, and uh, they're ready to fucking scrap, dude. Uh, I, I'm very happy with this. Uh, I love this. Yeah, that's pretty late. Mad cheesy, but you know, man. Come on, boys. Pull yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty snitch. Final confirmation. Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I mean, <laughs> Oda was like, okay, we're done with this flashback shit. It's time to go balls deep into this action. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Uh, this is obviously certified, really good chapter. Certified RGC, certified. So many certified, RGC. really good chapters. No, this RGC. one was the best one, undoubtedly. Yeah, very easily. This is like my favorite chapter. My hero, my hero academia, chill. Send a black man should have fought somebody. Matter of fact, somebody should have fought somebody. Some mental it's all set up, so you can't get the best chapter it'll be. Yeah. Cement toss. Yeah, cement toss. He sounds like a Pokemon. He is. A he does. He's a full black. I bet cement. he'd be a really he good Pokemon. Like Yo, highlight your boy. I play. I play it. Hit me up on Instagram. And you see and I'll that? I give my friend code. You see how Luffy looks? He's got a whole collar now. He's he's coming out here looking official, Captain. I'm very who? Luffy. Who? Luffy. What do you mean? What collar? Let me go. Let me pull this shit up real quick. He's got a big ass collar. He's wearing a jacket right now, boy. A captain's jacket. Get the fuck out of here. No, he's not. Look at it. Oh, Luffy's got the collar on with the jacket. It's <laughs> raining, man. Fly, man. And he knows his new hockey move. He's going to put the hands on Kaido. And hopefully. 
hopefully uh this dude will, will will cut the son the little boy will cut down that snake ass fucking I, I don't even remember his name and he doesn't deserve his name to be remembered he's a swine snake <laughs> a roachy nigga that's the that's not a roachy <laughs> yeah yeah no one piece is great I can't oh, wait till next week. Awesome. they're not taking a break are they no they're back next week okay okay uh, but with that being said, uh, randomize. <laughs> Dr. Stone. Uh, and this is our final manga of the week. Uh, our final comic in general. This is, uh, Dr. Stone chapter 143, Ryusui vs. Senku. Um... This chapter picks up kind of introducing everybody to the main cast, I guess, because, I don't know, final arc stuff? Mm -mm. Uh, Final arc stuff. They literally photoshopped uh, the drawing onto an actual picture of the ocean. Um, It's pretty cool. (laughs) And uh, basically this issue is a debate, this chapter is a a debate between Ryusui and Senku about uh, which route to take to America, essentially. Um, mm, prideful navigator versus incredibly smart scientist that has pulled through for them each and every single time. <laughs> without a hitch. <laughs> Who will win this debate? Yeah, essentially, Ryusui is uh, advocating for taking the long route, and, uh, and Senku is trying to get there a little faster. Uh, Senku's essentially got Senku's arguing for 40 days because the uh, the corn that they need to make the alcohol that will make them these um, that will make them this um, the enough revival fluid to save the entire world is going to be out of season soon so they have to make it 40 days um, but um, yeah and I guess Ryusui is just thinking more on safety um, it's gonna it's gonna be seventy days just to be realistic because he's an experienced sailor. He knows that like sailing a ship all these all this way from Japan to America is essentially like a pretty dangerous trek if they try to rush it. Um, but as they're uh as they're debating, the chapter basically ends with um. There's a debate team put on display with uh, Sen- Senku and Kohaku versus Ryusui and Gen. And um, it's basically where the chapter ends. It's very simple, really. It's just, there's going to be a debate between practical versus, I don't know, ex- expediting something? I don't know. It was all right. I mean, it's a lot of text to read. <laughs> I wasn't really, like, crazy about it, to be honest. It feels kind of unnecessary at this point. I just have fully blind faith in Senku. I mean, hey, call it what you want to call it, man. But <laughs> I don't, I, and I'm already biased against Ryusuke. You know, I, I look at him as white imperialism. That's who he is. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm projecting, but so what? Fuck him. Team Senku, let's go. Yeah. Um. But, um. yeah, that's been the sh- that's that was Doctor Stone, and that's been our show, everybody. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week on our fiftieth episode. Um, sorry if it's been a little weird. Um, I had to work on a lot of kinks. We didn't plan to do it this way, but 
you know, desperate times and all that. Um, if you guys love the show, we have 49 whole episodes on iTunes and Spotify if you're interested. Um, you can find us on that. Subscribe to us, please. We'll be back on Twitch at some point, maybe next week. It'll look a little nicer. You know, I have my shit together. I had to do a whole lot of stuff. But anyway. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, that's been our show this week. Thank you guys so much. You could find us at the Chris Espinal at JD Cole underscore 37 at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow show at New Jump City on Instagram and Twitter for updates on when we're doing the show and um, all that jazz. Um, and I think that's it for me. Uh, email the show at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any of your theories, your, uh, your thoughts on the chapters this week, anything you guys want to talk about, and we'll read them live on the show. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, leave us a re- review on iTunes as well. That's very important. But, yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much. Have a good night. Stay clean. Wash your hands. Avoid that Rona. Avoid Mother Rona.